Hi, this is Jeff. And this is Mariana. And we're professional storytellers who love books. Welcome to Fiction Friends. Where we take a deep dive into the most popular fiction titles in all of literature. From classic reads and old-time favorites. To modern romance and contemporary thrillers. Join us as we discover new ways to read, look at, and talk about books. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you stay up to date with every new release. Hi guys! Welcome to another episode of Fiction Friends. This is Mariana. And this is Jet. Welcome to Fiction Friends. Thank you for listening to us for another episode. Yes, and in today's episode, we will be talking about Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. Yes, and I'm actually very excited to talk about this book because there's so much hype surrounding it, Mariana. Yes. Like on social media, you go on there, like everyone is posting this about this book. And yeah. I don't know, like I was, when I saw that you bought it that one time, I, I think you you posted it and you were, uh, you, yeah, you were I, shopping I and fully booked, right? This was the first book I bought when I got back. Yeah, to Cebu. And then I saw you post yeah. it. And then I was like, okay, she bought it. I'm going to buy it too. And we're going to review it for the <laughs> podcast. So here we are. And here we are. <laughs> and we're talking about where the crawdads sing. So uh, before yes. we start the review, maybe we can go into the spoiler-free summary of the book. Yes. Jet, please do the honor. So the book follows the life of a girl named Kaya. And she's known as the Marsh Girl. She lives in the southern parts of North Carolina in the marshland. So that's why she's called the Marsh Girl. And the storytelling is done in the storytelling is done in a nonlinear fashion. So it's jumping uh, back and forth between the present yes. and the past. So um, in the present time, a murder has happened in that small town. And the main suspect of that murder happens to be the protagonist of the book who is Kaya, the marsh girl. So the town kind of outcasts her because she's a girl who lives in the swampy, marshy areas of that town. So they con- they consider her to be some kind of like a weirdo. And so I think it was a natural fit for her to blame her to be the, s- the main suspect of that murder. So it-, it jumps back and forth between the present day and the past wherein we learn more about Kaya's life, how she ended up being the marsh girl, and um, eventually she meets a couple of guys and then a love triangle situation goes on. Yes. And we and then somehow everything is interconnected with the murder. And, you know, that it's so it's a it's a part murder mystery slash love triangle slash coming of age story, coming of age story. So it's it's a lot of things. Um, and we're going yeah. to try our best to unpack all of that as we get deeper into this podcast. So, yes. yeah, Mariana, right off the bat. Um, what are your initial thoughts about the book? All right. So let me begin by saying that this book is beautifully written. The Very. author took her time so she could bring us there to witness the fireflies, hear the waves, watch the seagulls. Right. The story is set in a marsh and a shack beside the marsh where most of the scenes took place. I yes. found that interesting, scenic. It was uh-huh. a nice location for a story like this. Yeah. It is a tale of isolation as the community made their family, Kaya most especially, feel unwelcome. Uh-huh. 
Kaya yeah. uses her knowledge of nature to understand relationships. So I love how they built the main character. So I would say A plus for character development as well. So yes. Kaya was not someone you can find in most books. To uh-huh. start off, she was a marsh girl, which gives her magical powers to attract readers because of the way she saw the world, the activities she did, her thought process, her loneliness. Yeah. So among all the books I've read, she remains to be one of my favorite characters. She, Loki, reminds me of my favorite character, Matilda, because she educated herself. Yeah. She's outstanding, very resilient and responsible, yeah. had to fend for herself at a young age and all that. So mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's a great main character. Like she's not the yeah. type of main character that you'll end up hating or questioning her her choices. I don't know. I never found that in her. Like I really loved her. So yeah. this book was a breath of fresh air from all the thriller novels I've been reading lately. So the story does not fit easily into a particular genre. And although the novel falls into the mystery category, the way it's written, the storytelling makes you forget that it is. Only when a chapter goes back to present day am I reminded that we're on a quest to figure out that that this guy (laughs) has been murdered Uh or it was an accident or who the culprit was. And it's been categorized as a murder novel, but only a small section of the book covers it. Yeah. So there were scenes here that reminded me of The Little Mermaid. I don't know if you've seen the cartoon, uh-huh. The Little Mermaid, where Ariel had a date. Who hasn't? With, I, I don't know, boys. <laughs> okay. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So there was a part where Ariel had a date with Prince Eric at the lagoon. Uh-huh. Do you remember that scene? The kiss of the girl, that scene. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah uh-huh. that. Of course I do. So yeah, it reminded me of that also. It also, rem- it also reminded me a bit of Nicholas Sparks' novels. Uh-huh. If you've read, they remind you of Nicholas, like romance yeah. in a okay. suburban, uh-huh. southern yeah. scene. Which, you know. Nicholas Sparks' books are also based in North Carolina. So, same yeah. state. So, however, I love how this book did not have any cheesy, cringy moments or lines, oh. especially with how the love story was depicted, which made me appreciate okay. it even more because that's kind of like. Um, I might disagree with you like. on that. I might disagree with you. Uh, there are a little bit. parts I don't remember. I found like the dialogue the weakest part of the book. But um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I'll, I'll, I'll expand later on. But go ahead. This book is packed with lines and takeaways that you can even use as photo captions, and we'll get into that later <laughs> when we reach spoiler territory. It's been rated 4.46 on Goodreads, the highest yeah. rated book we had to review. Really? Personally, yeah. It's the highest okay. rated. Next, it ends with next us. to it ends with us. <laughs> but <Okay>. yeah. <laughs> so personally, I would give it a 3.9. The story okay. was charming, to say the least. But if it weren't for the deliverables and due date of the podcast, it would take me quite a while to finish it because of some scenes that I found dragging and how it's paced uh, pretty slow. So it was one of them. It's paced weirdly, this book. It's kind of weirdly yeah. paced. Yeah, but go ahead. So yeah. it was it was one of the most boring first chapters I've read for the podcast that it felt more of a homework than it was a passion project. You uh-huh. have to read this with no distractions because it was not a breezy, easy read to me. So if you pass by this at the bookstore's shelf, it's not an instant love at first sight situation where the cover and the title attracts you. Yeah. But after seeing this online, I figured it seemed like a very good book to feature in the podcast and it ends up being a great read. So what do you think 
made this book a bestseller? Okay. Uh, like, well, first of all, yeah, it is. It's it's one of the most popular books on mainstream yeah. book uh, media right now. Yeah. I want to go back to something that you touched on your very first point. This book is beautifully written. Like, yes. It's, that's also the first thing that I wrote down, like the poetry and lyricism that's in this book. It's it's very rare to find writers who can still write with that kind of skill. And it's even more impressive True. because this is Delia Owens' first novel. First, yeah, first fiction. And she's 70 years old. She's 70 years old, but she's known as a, like a zoologist uh, science writer. So she's done nonfiction yeah, that's, books about science. Yeah. But her skill is uncanny. You can tell that she's a reader just because of how well she writes. And yeah. it's like... I feel like she understands what readers want to read. Want and to read, She yes. put that into her writing really well. There is, um, It's not a perfect book. I, I'm going to preface my review by saying it's not a perfect book. But I enjoyed it thoroughly, being the, even though I'm the book snob that I am. And <laughs> I feel like the reason, why, uh, the reason why this book is so gripping is all because of the protagonist. She is one of the best fictional characters that I have ever read I've in books. Ever read. Like exactly her book, her her character is so interesting, and her journey and her development and her, uh, the way that her character evolves over time. It's just she's so unique. Like I don't know she's any so other character also. who is like her. A lot of authors are so guilty of using prototypical uh, protagonists that you know that have yeah. courageous, that are brave, that are you know. And I mean, it's not always bad. Like if they execute it well, it's good. But it's very rare for someone to make a unique character that's interesting, that's that's so well done, that's so likable, as you said, and so relatable. And I don't know, my heart broke a million times over for the her. course of reading yes. this book just for her. And I, you know, if there if there's one character that this character reminds me of, it's Seely from The Color Purple. Like. Oh, okay. They, they, for me, they go through the same kinds of struggles, you know, family, yeah. family struggles at home, being social outcasts, you know, all that stuff, being alone, you know, having to find your own confidence. Those are all the same kind of struggles that they went through. And The Color Purple happens to be one of my favorite books. You know that. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I just, I just got that vibe from this, but I also got. I, I don't know if I would say that this book is like a future classic, but I got yeah, a lot of To Kill a Mockingbird style. That. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I got it a lot of be. like a To Kill the Mockingbird, Mockingbird vibes from this book. Like, it had a lot of th- those elements also. Yeah. Like, it touches on racism just a little bit. It just it touches on racism just a little bit. It touches on being social outcasts. There's yeah. a trial that goes on in the book. You know, these are all elements that you can also find, find in, in a... To Kill a Mockingbird. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. it, But, yeah, like, in my mind, it, it really reads like a classic novel. And yeah. I I don't know if it's going to be a future classic. I don't know, like I feel only like time will, will tell. Be. But it might be, right? Because yes. it's uh, it it's resonating with so many people. It's really well written. There's depth to the story. There's depth to the characters. I, it has all of the ingredients for, for a classic a novel. Classic, so yes. yeah. So um, top notch, top notch writing. Um, often when writers indulge in descriptive writing, which this book is, it's very descriptive. You know, um, it's it's so cliche to say, but you know, I, I felt like I was transported into north into <laughs> southern parts of North Carolina and the marsh, right. you know. And, but it really did feel yeah, like that. Like, I really got that the book, vibes. Yeah, would say the yeah, same thing. Um, I think that's because of her skill as a nature writer. So she's so good at describing nature. 
Yeah. Um, maybe that, like, you know, she's built a whole life and a profession out of that. So um, it can get helped. a little dull and boring. I agree with you. Like, um, the pacing of this book is kind of weird because she can spend so much time describing just sceneries. And I, I feel like even though the pacing was kind of weird, it wasn't bad just because um, they were necessary. I feel like this book was had a lot of uh, dull and boring parts that were still necessary to the story, but we can get into that later on. Yes. This book was like, I don't know, it was really singing, to use a pun, you know, from the title. It, it was yeah. just singing to me, the way that it was written. You can tell that Delia Owens has such an affinity and appreciation for nature, given that, you know, she is a zoologist. But her profession aside, the way that she describes the natural environment, like, yes. felt I was watching a National National Geographic yeah. documentary, like the way that she wrote every that entire book like i don't know i just keep gushing over the way that she she wrote that book and this book is classified you know as we say uh a descriptive book it's really weird because i know you don't like descriptive books like when stephen king goes on and on about like yes describing like a, a table like spending an entire paragraph just to describe how a table looks like you know something like that like it's it's not something that's for everyone yes but i feel like i really enjoyed that here even though I feel it like takes it's away necessary. from yeah, Here. it takes away from the pacing, yeah, but I feel like it was just because it was so beautifully written, I didn't mind. It wasn't guilty of being dragging. I don't know. I I, I know you said it was dragging in some yeah. parts, but I didn't necessarily feel like that. Uh, that's a testament to the prose that Delia Owens, this, uh, Delia Owens' skill in prose. Um, it's also very character-driven, this book. The characters are very uh, immersive. Uh, yes. They're very interesting. They're very relatable. Also, they're they um, most of them. Uh, yeah, the characters were very strongly written, and um, there's not a lot of them. Also, yeah, there's not a lot of them to take note of. Yeah, this book again, you know, is classified as a murder mystery. But I agree with you. I didn't feel like that for the most part. Like there was a time, especially the first long, half. Yeah, there are long stretches in the book where you forget that the murder even took place yes. because you're so immersed in the past. Uh, Kaya's past life. Yeah. And because she's such an interesting character, you just want to invest yourself in her story and how how she grew up in that marsh by herself and yeah. how she had to fend her for herself without the family. Even the food that was mentioned here yes. made you hungry like fucking cute. yeah i mean i love southern food yes I love exactly like, oh god i mean the fried chicken and the mashed and potato all that. Like, yeah. all that i love that yeah and you know her skill in describing environment and sceneries also translates to describing food, food and yes <laughs> I, I just hungry. found myself craving uh like yeah you're right like she's really good at that and i'm yeah. um like because there are so many times throughout the book the main character kaya has to cook for herself and she has to make the most out of yes. what she has and like even that like it sounds so good I mean, already like, even in if real she didn't life, have like, much again like you know the cliche it made me feel like i was there like i could literally visualize it with my eyes yeah. um uh, i can't say for sure again i can't say for sure if this book is going to be an instant classic but the protagonist of the book kaya she's she's amazing her growth and character development felt so meticulously crafted like you can tell that delia spent so much time on figuring out kaya's character and yes. making sure that she's developed so well she carries great depth and is fully worthy of being the book's protagonist other characters weren't as well developed and some of them were a little comical but um, i was still happy with most of the character arcs overall as far as plots go it isn't anything that 
I feel like, huh, it's not anything that we haven't read before, plot-wise. Like, you know, yes. there's a there's a murder that takes place. We don't know who the killer is. And then there's a, there's like a love triangle going on, you know, and then there's family drama at home. Yeah. So, you know, these are all tropes that we've read before. I didn't feel, I didn't mind, like, reading those kinds of tropes all over again just because of yes. how well they were executed. There are certain surprises that yes. take place in the book. I, I thought that the story was going one way, but she took it another way. And yeah. I was happy with the direction that the author took. It was a subversion of my expectations, and I'm I'm here for it. I love it. If I were to nitpick this book, I would say that its weakest points, as I talked to you a while ago, it was it was the dialogue. dialogue like, yeah. um, there were some conversations that, you know, it, it almost read like a, a telenovela for me. I'm sorry. Um, really? It, it, some, some conversations felt like I was watching a telenovela. Like yeah, what would convo like the boyfriend, girlfriend? With con- the romance parts, yeah. A lot I... of those. And as, or, or even like the, the conversations that Kaya would have with um her brother. Um, I don't want to uh. spoil which parts of the book, which particular conversations just that. But um, yeah, yeah, I felt just in like general, with the other it's not all also. the time. It's not all the time. Like very rarely. Like they're just like, I'm super nitpicking here, but it's so hard to find a fault with this book. But, you know, if, if I were to give it a fault, it would be the the dialogue. But, you know, other than that, uh, this was a damn good read. One of the yeah, best no that regrets. I've read this year. Yeah, I'm, uh, four out of five stars from me also. Okay, so, Mariana, who do you think this book is for? Even when it's a coming-of-age story more than it was a yeah. mystery, I can't seem to find uh-huh. myself recommending this to very young individuals solely because of how it's written. Like, it takes a lot uh, of willpower to finish the book, and I don't think very mm. young individuals would enjoy this. Plus, the theme know, is so lonely and heavy. You think, I think high, high school, school students would be able to. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying but maybe, to like, not high school me. super young high school people. Maybe not too young. Yeah, maybe not too young. Yeah. But we've had followers, or let's say fiction friends, who told fiction me friends. they finished it in two days. You yeah. know, because we posted about this before we started yes, shooting we the pod. We posted about this that we were uh-huh. going to make a review. So this fiction friend downloaded it and she said, I finished it in two days and she really liked it. Wow. So it came in well, as a shock, yeah. to be honest, that people yeah. can finish I, this book in two days. Well, in the copy that I have now, I think I think with yours, we have the same copy. It's like yeah, what, yeah, 380 yeah, yeah. pages, 360 something pages. I feel like it's the kind of story that you can really get, get locked into, into also. It, yeah. like, it draws you in so much. So I, I understand why you would be able to finish, to finish it in two days. <laughs> like, I if I didn't have anything else to do. going on, I feel like I would have just wanted to read. I Honestly, I I would have just wanted to read it the whole day. It was I liked it that much. I found it more of like a magazine where you just like, and then go back to it again and yeah. yeah but you know different strokes for different folks so if you're into reading yeah. something scenic yeah. this is a perfect uh-huh. pick me up i would actually recommend this this book to people like me also who who tend to be snobby when it comes to literature yes who, yes, yes, yes the yes. kind of people like me who are like i only read classics you know yeah. stuff like that <laughs> and um, this book is proof that like there are so many contemporary authors out there who can still write really good fiction yeah. And if you're a book snob, I mean, you're still going to have your nitpicks with this book. Yes, for but sure. It's still worth a read. It's still definitely worth a read. Yet, I mean, next to Catcher in the Rye so far, I think this is my highest rated book. This is my second highest rated book. Yeah. So with that, maybe we can, we can talk more about 
the popularity and the yes. phenomenon sound surrounding this book. So please take it's over. Actually, yeah, it's actually uh, garnered a celebrity fan base. So Oprah Winfrey, Michelle Obama, Reese Witherspoon, to name a few. Um, I think the book copy that we have now, it's the edition that comes from Reese's Reese, book club. Yeah, that's what we have. Yeah, that's, so that's, the, Reese, yeah, that's the copy we have. So... With Reese Witherspoon, she actually owns a movie production company. It's called the Hello Sunshine Company. And that company bought the rights to produce the movie for this book. Filming is currently in its final stages right now as we speak. And um, I sent you a link to one yeah. of the spots where they were filming at, right? 2022, um, right? Yeah, it, I think it might. Hopefully, it'll come out next year. Um, right? Hopefully, they do it They do it justice. Because I feel like this book would have been much better as a series, though. Especially the murder huh? mystery element, like they could have drawn it out oh, wait, for a whole I, season. I didn't maybe. even know it was a so it's a movie, good one whole movie, it's not, a movie. not series. Die, oh, it's a God. movie, yeah, it's a movie, yeah. I feel yeah. like it could have been done better, better as a series, was, yeah, a series. So it won Goodreads Best Historical Fiction in 2018, it won the Edgar Award for the best first novel by an American, and Delia Owens, like impressive, 70 years old, first novel, knocked it right out of the park yes um the term crawdads actually is inspired by a phrase that delia owens mom used to tell her all the time because again delia owens she works as a zoologist a scientist so she studies animals and nature and in the, yeah. in the environment and um her love for that came from something that her mom once told her when they were younger where her mom would say go where the crawdads sing and what that essentially meant was um like explore nature immerse yourself in it and go as far as you can like yeah because crawdads don't sing so it's actually it's essentially just like just yeah, go just far, as far yeah. as you can yeah uh, so crawdads are it's like a slang it's a local term for uh crawfish which is more popularly known around the world as crayfish so it's like yeah. a small lobster ish yeah so which, which which is a local delicacy in southern southern united states so yeah, so that's all the context that we have around the book. I personally am very excited for um, whatever Reese, Reese's movie production company is going to come yes. up with. I hope they do it justice. But regardless, if you haven't, um, uh, regardless, like even if you're going to watch the movie or not, just read just the book. Read the, book. the book it's is so an absolute, absolute treat. It's a journey. It's an experience. So I guess that does it for our spoiler-free portion yes. of the podcast. Um, we'll be right back after this break. And that concludes the spoiler-free portion of the episode. If you do plan on reading the book, please feel free to come back and join us in the conversation in the second part of this episode. We'll be right back. And you've reached the second part of this episode where we dissect moments, talk about our favorite scenes, memorable quotes, and our final thoughts. So now Welcome that back. we've reached spoiler territory, are you really sure you're not going to read the book? Because what I'm about to blurt out is going to destroy your reading experience. Okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. So... This book is packed with poems, and my favorite is the one that follows this scene. So to get it out of the way, our main character, Kaya, faces charges for, like, I don't know, 20 pages of the book? I think, right? The trial? The trial. You mean? So she's been charged for murder, and then it was a pretty long, like, yeah, yeah. maybe about... Uh, more, more than 20 yeah, pages. More than 20 more, pages. Yeah, dedicated yeah, yeah. to just that. 
And yeah, maybe she, the the final third of the book is yeah, like a trial, the, or the final one fourth at least, final quarter of was the book the trial. is a trial. And yeah. she ends up a free woman. So the book wraps yes. up with a montage of her life with Date, who she ends up marrying, yeah, but not officially. And yeah. then she dies at an early age, around sixty-five. And then Date finds this poem she kept that verifies that it is indeed her who killed Chase. So this yeah. also happens to be one of my favorite moments because I thought that Chase's death would remain a mystery. I, I thought it was yeah. gonna end like I that. I was also accepting already, already on the fact that, that I wouldn't know, know who, what who, happened, who, like, right? And I was strangely okay with it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I didn't care. I'm like, not gonna get closure on this, but you know, it's it was a good story. It's fine. Yeah. She's gonna get to live happily ever after and then boom. We yeah. get that twist in the end but and we're like... Oh. And it came out as a surprise <laughs> yeah. because I yeah. didn't know that she had it in her to murder somebody. So yes. the poem... But I can explain why. I can explain why it's not out of character. I'll read the poem because I'm also going to ask you what your favorite poem is in the book. Go ahead. The title of the poem is The Firefly. So it was... Mm-hmm. Fo- folded neatly in its own envelope and he pulled it out to read... So the firefly, luring him was as easy as flashing valentines, but like a lady firefly, they had a secret call to die. A final touch, unfinished. The last step, a trap. Down, down he falls, his eyes still holding mine, until they see another world. I saw them change, first a question, then an answer, finally an end, and love itself passing to whatever it was before it began. So that was the poem. And I liked it. Yeah. How about you? What's your favorite poem? I'm not much of a poetry guy. So <laughs> I can't like um I was very tempted because when I read that, you know, she was starting to quote poems from Amanda Hamilton. Yeah. I I, I had never heard of her before. So I was like, Who's who is this poet? That Does she, she exist in real life or no? No, in in the story she's Amanda Hamilton. She's the she's the girl who's been writing those poems. But is she and real? she's been sending them no, no, no. She's not real. She's okay. she's, she's she's Kaya, and she's Kaya who you, who's writing those poems under the pen name of Amanda Hamilton. Oh, and yeah, so it's her, Mariana. Oh she's, she's been sending them to the local press, and then that's what Tate oh discovers. Oh my god! I didn't even know. Yeah, you missed that part. <laughs> that's like a major. That's like a major. Yeah, it's like, reveal. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so it's, it's her. her. Yeah, because yeah, like I again, How I was. Dumb am I? I when when I was because in the earlier parts there were uh, there were she was quoting of a lot of uh, she was quoting a lot of poets and I was really happy about that and then and then towards towards like, the middle parts she kept quoting this one poet named Amanda Hamilton and then I, when I was reading those poems I wasn't really a big fan because like, I was like mm, this feels very amateurish why would she quote this but it's okay. And then in the end, it's revealed that like she's Amanda Hamilton, and then like she's the poet. That's why it's not very, you know, quote unquote pro. But yeah, <laughs> and, and then yeah, it's like I was I was I, mean, I was like that's brilliant. Like because usually when when I read a book, I don't I'm I make it a point to not research the stuff that I'm reading while I'm reading it. I yes, research yes. it after because yeah. if I had researched who Amanda Hamilton was, then I would, I would have been spoiled and I would have been I wouldn't have been able to experience that twist in the end that oh, it's her. It's her so, yeah. yeah, good thing. Good well, thing. <laughs> you're so funny. You didn't catch that. <laughs> I think you were just so focused on <laughs> on what happened. The fact that 
that she was the killer. So you yeah. f- maybe you just blocked out the part that she was also the poet. The poet. But yeah, that's like, her. Ooh. Yeah. Um, also, one of my favorite moments in the book, uh, we can get into that later on. I want to talk about why I think it's not out of her character that yes, she yes, murdered tell, tell us. Chase. Yeah, I will talk about that later when we get to moments, maybe. Ah, okay, um, so yeah. For now, right. let's go with quotes. Okay, um, I have a quote. Okay. And it's, it's when she was first starting to learn how to read, when Tate was teaching her how to read. Yeah. And then she's reading a poem for the first time. And she says, I wasn't aware that words could hold so much. I didn't know a sentence could be so full. Yeah. It's like, and then <laughs> I guess that was a clue into... Into how much, into like uh, how how much she would value poetry and words, and I, you know, she ended up being a local poet, poet. I guess. Um, Do you remember there was um a line? It's in the early pages. It's like page one hundred sixteen, where she also says, "If she were a poet, she'd make the message clear." Uh huh. Did you catch yeah. that? And yeah. And that's what she I don't, did. I didn't catch that, but I'm I'm wow that. I mean, that's that's another clue, I guess. Yeah. And, and, like Delia Owens put so much detail into Kaya, and it's amazing. And we like, love it. <laughs> and I love it. I'm here for it. Yeah. So there's there's another quote from the book. It's the narrator's uh, voice talking here, and it's when Kaya is with Chase yeah. already, and Chase like tells her like a funny joke or whatever. Like it's, I mean, it's not really funny, but the, you know, the quote says. She laughed for his sake, something that she'd never done, giving away a piece of herself just to have someone that. else. I wrote that also. You wrote that yes, also. Yes, yes. So like how many I mean it it speaks so much to how desperate she is for companionship at that yeah. point. Like to have a guy like uh, that I mean the, I don't know. I don't want to say a bad word, but he's such a I feel like he's like he's such a dick. Um I don't know. There's there's no other word that can aptly describe his character. Like he's, but he was he's always the worst. Like yeah, like he's always been like that. And yeah, like for Kaya knew. to be so desperate to the point that like she she's willing to tolerate him. yeah a guy like, like him Chase yeah just because she doesn't want to be abandoned anymore like it's it, so sad again that just broke my heart like yeah. this girl breaks my heart throughout the book millions of times and maybe you should go and then because I have two more ah uh, okay so yeah. I have a quote. Um, it says, why should the injured, the still bleeding, bear the onus of forgiveness? So this was when yeah. Tate asked Kaya for forgiveness because he left her. And it has crossed uh-huh. my mind a couple of times that we've already been hurt. Why do we have to deal with these things again? Like forgiveness. Why do we have yeah. to deal with why that? Why is the pressure on, uh, yeah, why on is the us stress to forgive, on us. right? Yeah. So yeah. this line also yeah. shows how Kaya is always still trying to figure out feelings and all that because she doesn't yeah. really have that much human interaction compared to a woman her yeah. age. And yes. this is my last quote. This is my last quote. Another favorite okay, line ahead. was when Kaya's mom and the Sibs were in the boat and the mom went like, you all listen now. This is a real lesson in life. Yes, we got stuck. But what do we girls do? We made it fun. Mm. We laughed. That was when that's what sisters and girlfriends are all about sticking together even in the mud especially in the mud yeah so i like that but it was like 
kind of hypocritical. Because, yeah, because she... She left. Uh, you know, when fight or flight came, she yeah, did not she fight. Left. She, f- <laughs> she left. So, yeah, <laughs> she it's a nice quote, thank you, but you left. So, yeah, that's yeah. that's it. That's the, the quote. So, we'll get... We'll talk about the mother later. more later on. Yeah, and that whole situation because there's a lot to unpack yeah. within that family. Okay, maybe I can just run through my next couple of quotes and then we can start talking about the moments because like there there are so many moments in this book that we have to talk about. Yeah, I think the the, the next two quotes of mine are kind of connected anyway. So the first one is she knew the years of isolation had altered her b- behavior until she was different from others, but it wasn't her fault that she'd been alone. Most of what she'd knew she'd learned from the wild. Yes, nature nurtured, tutored, and protected her when no one else would. And then the last quote is, Female fireflies draw in strange males with distant signals and eat them. Mantis females devour their own mates. Female insects, Kaya thought, knew how to deal with their lovers. I like that. <laughs> and I, like that I guess, also. I think this is the perfect segue into our favorite moments because let's just jump right into it. Go, go, um, go. The, the twist in the end. There's so much... I, I was reading Goodreads, Goodreads reviews uh, this you know, before we did this pod and a lot of people were saying that it was kind of out of character for Kaya. And I, yes. I have to be honest, I also felt that way at okay, first, yeah. like instinctively. Like, how could a nice girl like this murder That's a guy? That's my final thoughts also. Yeah, but but when, when I took the time to really think about it, Mariana, this girl, the way that she viewed the world, it wasn't through... Again, as you said, she has no human interactions. She has... Yeah. So it was through animals. It's not... Yes, exactly. She sees the world through the lens of a nature observer. So yeah. how she sees nature is how she sees how everyone should interact. You know, yeah. it's 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 also how she justifies her mom leaving her because I, I forgot which animal she referenced, but the fox, maybe it's the like fox. a fox. Yeah, 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 the fox. So she's like, uh, you know, the fox also when it, when it's very stressed, it has to leave. It has, yeah, young to leave the to, young to, to and then... itself, You know, and that's how she was able to convince herself that like you know that's maybe that's just what mom did because you know it's it's common in nature for animals, for animals to, do that. to leave. Yeah, and I think like her murdering Chase is just so consistent with her whole. A belief system that you know it's nature you threaten me you you're yeah. you're a threat to me now so i should do everything in my wild uh in my power to not be uh to not be threatened by you to yes. not be a prey i have to be the predator in this situation and that i mean that in itself that's enough explanation for why she did what she did and i feel like that's why i'm okay with how it ended, how it ended yeah again Even I, if was, it was I was of- yeah i mean i was at the point like i think you were the same i was already content like Okay, I'm not gonna know who's gonna who ended up getting Chase, um, but but I'm fine with that. Yeah, like, and then uh, boom, and then they threw that truth bomb on us, and I was like, okay, um, that's kind of a shocker. <laughs> Took me a while to process that, but yeah, I'm, I'm here for it. For the longest time, I thought it was gonna be Tate. I think you did also, right? Yeah, I was gonna ask Same? you who did you yeah, think yeah, it yeah, was. Yeah. I was like, ah, for sure, Tate. Tate pushed that yeah. guy. Yeah, because like you know, oh, he's gonna be like this protect- protective savior figure he's no because there was like a scene Kaya. where he noticed the the bruce and then he was mad like he was silent but yes. he was mad remember yes. that so i was like oh my god you know when quiet people get mad yeah yeah so i was yeah, like yeah. i feel like this could be tate because he also drives a boat he also does this mm. he also you know he also knows his way around the swamp the swamp the marsh, yeah so i was yeah. like ah must be him 
I mean, that whole twist in the end, like that was so perfectly executed. I don't, I, I couldn't see it coming. I'm usually very bad at seeing things coming when it comes to reading. Um, but really? I didn't see this one coming and, but I loved it. Like it was so well executed. Like the whole reveal that she was the poet and everything, like everything yeah. just made sense. Yeah, in the end. Like, I have a couple of moments I want to bring up, like yeah. a couple of heartbreaking moments with that. Let's talk about her family life and her relationship with her dad. Because Kaya is at the point where she's abandoned by everyone that she loves. So it starts with her mom. And that scene is so heartbreaking where she's just looking at her mom walking away with the suitcase in her mom's hand. Yeah. And she waves at her mom and her mom doesn't even acknowledge her, doesn't even wave back. Wave back, back yeah. And like Kaya says in her mind, like she always goes out of the house, but she's never brought a suitcase with her before. So this this might be kind of different. This is kind of yeah. weird. You know, something like that. And then Jody ends up leaving her and then, you know, like the siblings leave and everything. And so it's just her and her dad. But even if her dad is such a deplorable, horrendous, like terrible human being. Yeah. She still does her best to try to win over his affections and his love because... Again, you know, she's so delicately... There, there was a time yeah. where he was nice to her. Yes, exactly. And I want to bring that up. That's one of my favorite scenes where, like, um, she was... Fishing. Uh, she was looking at her dad uh, walk away the same way that her... Because he had to go somewhere. The same way yeah. that um, her, she was what, looking at her mom walk away. So she decided to raise her hand and wave at him. And then uh, she end, he ended up waving back. So yeah, but um, I'm glad you brought up when they were f- the scenes when the moments when they were fishing because there's yeah. this one particular moment that I want to bring up. It's on page fifty-eight. After a bit, he jerked his line. Looky here, hon. I got us a big one, as big as Alabama. Back in the shack, they fried the fish and hush puppies, fat as goose eggs. Then she displayed her collections, carefully pinning the insects to pieces of cardboard and the feathers to the wall of the back bedroom in a soft, steering collage. Later, she lay in her bed on the porch, listening to the pines. She closed her eyes and then opened them wide. He had called her Han. Yeah, like, really that, that, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh my god, like, like I, you can. That moment felt so endearing to her. Because she doesn't get stuff like that. She doesn't get yeah. moments like that. She doesn't get interactions like that. And, and whose again, fault you is know, that? Like the mom. Very heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what? Maybe let's talk about the mom. Um, <laughs> let's get it out. Let's get, yeah, it, let's out get it out of our chest. Was it okay for her mom to do what she did? For me, it wasn't. Like, there was another yeah. way to handle the situation. And uh-huh. she did not think it through but then I couldn't yeah. like you know what honestly if it was like in real life ba, like I have no uh-huh. right to say that what she did was wrong because I'm not in that situation but as an outsider looking at it she could have done something different like she could have yeah. brought the youngest maybe or like brought one yeah. of the kids or like you know like do something I don't know. Like, yeah. it was, for me, I found it so selfish. I mean, like, Kaya was already looking at her leaving. Yeah, like, she, so might as well. She could have just said, come come here, come here, join me. Like, yeah, come, you know. You like, know, like, uh, yeah. So we're both in agreement. Like, I mean, like, okay, you're, you, maybe at in that moment, you're not in the right mental right. headspace. Yeah, okay, fine. For sure. You're, you're not yet. But when you get there, you have, like, you're with your sister, you're with your parent. You can, like, get policemen to go, you know, like, 
Yeah. What and the like heck? you have the mental headspace to Already. write a letter, to write a letter to your exactly. husband. And I mean, that, that, you stopped at that. Like once you get, a, didn't, once you didn't get a reply from that letter, why did you just give up? Like, exactly. I, don't, I can't comprehend. Like, even if she wasn't the one personally to have, like, you know, picked up her kids, the sister could have done it. I don't know. Like, there were so many. Um, I think because diff- they, they wanted to make it seem like she got crazy. Yeah. She became crazy. Yeah. Which is, re- I think, which is really what happened. Like, like I think that uh, the fear yeah. that the husband instilled into her, it it broke her mentally. So it, yeah. it was she wasn't in the right space anymore, like, to do anything But how come the, the Sims never, like, her siblings or her parents, like, they never did anything also yeah. to help? So in fairness, like, none of the, none of their, like, you know, we're also made to understand that those parents didn't approve of, of that the, marriage yeah, in the first also. place. So maybe, like, you know, the, the parents themselves selfishly um, weren't, you know, uh, invested in the lives of the kids either. So maybe, I guess maybe that's how you can uh, argue that. Or, you, you justify know, like, that. Y- you know, the saying, na, oh, let's not appeal, appeal. What does that mean? Maybe. In English, uh, like, okay, let's not, you know, if it's not enough our let's business, let's not. Yeah, none of our business, essentially. Yeah, let's like not, that. Yeah. you know, like, get into We have it. our daughter home, like our daughter's home. Yeah. She's the one that we have to take care of. Take, She's yeah. the one who has a problem. Okay, but if you're not okay with the mom leaving Kaya. What do you think about Jody leaving Kaya? She, he's a kid. Okay, Jody's so a kid. And there's then, more leeway there. Like, yeah, and like then, it's okay? No no offense. I mean, no. Oh, we're both, by the way, um, listeners, Jet and yeah. I are only children. Yes. Although we have... So we, we don't really know what it's like to have to siblings, have us, per yeah, se. Yeah, but like, I grew up with somebody, so that's... They are who it's I consider like my yeah, like a sibling because we yeah. lived in one house for the longest time, even up to today. Um, but yeah. anyway, um, the thing there is you're not responsible for your siblings. You know, you're it's not, just here yeah. in the Philippines that you know, like we're we're you know, like family, family, ties, family ties, yes, and all yeah. that, but um we're not responsible for your siblings. So yeah. I guess that Jody also had to look out for himself because if he continued yeah. to stay there he could have also died because of how yeah. the dad hit him so he was yeah. also just looking out for himself and then yeah yeah i mean in fairness to jody he does eventually come back when his he has his life together yeah like right? not like the other girls i don't know if they're even alive yeah. who never did like i but you know i was already at the point where like I was so deep into the book and Kaya yeah. was building, she was doing so well for herself. Like I was at the point where like, I felt like um, Jody coming back was unnecessary. Like, yeah, I feel like I didn't really add anything to the story. I mean, it's nice, I guess it felt good that, you know, you have, she has she, her brother there back, to yeah. support her. But like, I mean, she's gotten by, by on her own. Yeah. So far, like she can just, she can continue to do so. Like, but yeah, it's, I mean, I guess it's nice that he came back. Um, although it's not one of my favorite moments. moments. I have another moment I want to talk about. It's, um, oh no, sorry. Before I get to that, there's one more person who leaves Kaya and it's Tate. So I want to talk about Tate leaving Kaya. Uh, okay. Another thing. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so distant. But like for me, um, it was I feel like also out like, of everything, he was the most justified. Of course. Like, I mean, like, out of everyone. 
he was also looking out for his future. You know, if and you really think about, yeah, if you really think about it, okay, Tate left, but and then he got education, and then yeah. he was also the, the reason why Kaya was able to fend for herself. Became an author also because of him. He was the one who yes. led. You know, like he was the one yeah. who opened doors for her. Yeah. Oh, now that yeah. we're here, I'll tell you my favorite moment because I also really liked it. So it was too early to tell that time, but one of my favorite moments was when Tate told her, you know, I could teach you to read. I screamed. Uh, I was like, oh my God, this is so cute. This yeah. is so sweet. Yeah. Anyway, so this is when I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to continue to read this book. It was also the uh-huh. sweetest thing or part of the book. And honestly, Tate is the best thing that has ever happened to Kaya, even when he left her. For me, for me, he was really the angel, the blessing. No, because aside from Kaya, there are two other characters. There are only two characters who you really like in this book, and they're Tate and um, Jumpin. Jumpin, and yeah. I mean, I I guess you can count Mabel also because you know she's Jumpin's wife. So, but they're kind of a package. So, but Tate and Jumpin. The interesting thing about them, Mariana, is they're there to help Kaya, right? Like that's yeah. the role in the book. But the way that they helped her is it's not charity. It's they just give her the tools to do things on her own. Oh, yeah, like they they taught her how to read, but she's the one who ended up, you know, draw, making all those drawings yes. and descriptions of nature. Like she's the one. She's the who she's educated the one who did herself. The work. Yeah, she. Yeah. yeah, but Tate gave her the tools to do to so. To do it, right? Yeah, like, and it's the same with Jumpin. Jumpin could have just like you know given her the clothes and the money and everything, but no, like. He wanted her to make it feel like she earned it. Yeah. So, you know, he bought the fish from her and like the 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 dried, uh, wow. what, what do you call it? I forgot, the, whatever, the dried seafood that she was selling, you know. Because <laughs> I, I think like in their minds, these characters, they didn't want Kaya to feel like she was charity. Like she was yeah. a lesser person than the rest of the world. Like they wanted to, to feel like, you know, you also have the power to make something of yourself and we'll <laughs> yeah. help you do that. Which is like why I love those two characters so much. Yes. Why I love their role in her life. And like, I, again, it's so impressive how Delia was able to develop these characters in that way considering yes. this is her first book. And it's, I, I just, I don't know. I'm just, I, I love those three characters especially. Okay, do you have, do you have anything more? Yeah, the next one is not a favorite moment, but rather something I remember and felt bad mm-hmm. for. So it was like yeah. something that stood out. It was when she uh-huh. would hide behind the trees and watch these kids have fun. Yeah. And she had that yeah. desire in her to be like them, to have a group, yeah. to be accepted in a clique, to have friends. So I found this scene the most heartbreaking next to Jumpin's death. Because jumping that, I was oh, like, oh man. shit. But like, this yeah. one was so heartbreaking that she would just like name them. Oh, this is always with pearls, lady with blonde hair, like that. Like, she yeah. would just look and like, it looked like, you know, a kid uh, watching other kids play. You know, it's yeah. such a sad it, I mean, thing to see. <laughs> Like and that's something that she always does. Like every time somebody yeah. shows up near her house, she hides. And then she, she hides just and observes. she observes. Like yeah, an animal. Like, yeah, like uh, she's observing nature essentially. Yeah. Like she's an observer. She's trying to distance herself from everything, and yeah, it's very heartbreaking. I mean, like every single favorite moment I have here, Mariana, it's heartbreaking. It's, it's heartbreaking. Oh, I have a um, last favorite moment. 
Okay, the, go I ahead. I think that go was ahead. the most heart... Uh, not, not naman the most heartbreaking, but it was happy, sad. So another moment that almost made me cry was when Jumpin displayed her book and it was something a dad <laughs> yes, would have done. Yes, that's yeah, also one of mine. Right? That's also one of mine. Like, yes. Oh, man. That's really... That's like... I mean, like, it's not necessarily Jumpin's market. Like, you know, yeah. like, people go there to gas up their boats. <laughs> They're not gonna read Kaya's book. But... He was so proud of what Kaya had become. Yes. And, like, regardless of what book that was, he was going to put it on the um, window yes, and put it on course. display. Like, I think, oh, that's so. I, I, and I'll like you, my heart broke when, when Jumpin died and, and Kaya went to their house. Yes. Jumpin, my heart broke for you. <laughs> um, I have another quote. I have another moment. Well, it's a quote that the narrator says, but it's a moment yeah. when Chase leaves Kaya. When Chase leaves Kaya. And Kaya is kind of feeling bad. The narrator wrote, It wasn't Chase she mourned, but a life defined by rejections. Yes, 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 yes. She oh was at the beach, gosh. right? Like, yeah, so she wasn't... I mean, like, it's so interesting. Like, yeah. it really affirmed, like, she really would have clung to anyone. Regardless, it wasn't just... like Just Chase. Like, Chase is such a bad person. But it, it wasn't the fact that she lost Chase. It's the fact that she was rejected again. Again, yes. Like, that's what hurt her the most. And um, yeah, like you, um, it it made me feel really sad, happy, sad that uh, Jumpin displayed the book. But it also, it's kind of cheesy this moment that I'm gonna bring up. But okay. I kind of liked it when she gave Tate the copy of her book, and in yeah. the inscription she says, "To the feather boy." Oh, to the mar- I found that cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found that cute because you know, it's like I mean, I'm a I'm always a big fan of inscriptions in books. Like I feel like that's a, a really cute way of. Uh, expressing your feelings towards someone and yeah I, I mean call me cheesy if you want but I like that moment and I will stick by it um, <sighs> feather boy I have one more Um, I felt I like the entire trial sequence like the whole part of the trial just because oh, yeah? I like legal drama okay I like legal drama so I'm a, I was a big fan of that I don't know if you like legal drama I, um, I didn't really like I the sp- part when she was in the cell and then there was a cat oh, okay, yeah. and all that. I me like, either. Mm, but I like mm. the I like the cross examinations. Oh yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Stuff like I that. really like that. That was so fun for me. Of course. Yeah, and there was this part of the trial. I think it's towards the end, and then the 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 narrator is describing the scenery of the trial through Kaya's eyes, and it's it's this. I'm just gonna read it out to you. The language of the court was, of course, not as poetic as the language of the marsh, yet Kaya saw similarities in their natures. The judge, obviously, was the alpha male, was secure in his position, so his posture was yes. imposing but relaxed and unthreatened as the territorial bore. Tom Milton, too, exuded confidence and rank with easy movements and stance. A powerful buck acknowledged as such. The prosecutor, on the other hand, relied on wide, bright ties and broader broad-shouldered two jackets to enhance his status. He threw his weight by flinging his arms, raising his voice. A lesser male needs to shout to be noticed. The bailiff <laughs> represented the lowest-ranking male and depended on his belt hung with a glistening pistol, pistol, clanging wad of keys and clunky radio to bolster his position. Dominance, hierarchies, enhanced stability and natural population, and some less natural, Kaya thought. Like, yeah. Again, it's a glimpse into how Kaya views the world. It's yes. like... She's in the middle of a trial that's about to determine whether she lives or she dies. Yeah. And she's thinking in terms of nature. Like, this this courtroom that I'm in, they're all just animals who are, you know, doubting their yes. status. And it's, again, it's another clue into 
her animalistic tendencies. I guess you can say that yeah. because she's uh she's an she's an animal. She's a product of nature, a creature of nature. And yeah, I guess that was my last favorite moment of the book. Um, the ending. I mean, we've already talked about the the twist exhaustively. Yes. I liked it. I liked the fact that I didn't see it coming. Yes. Yeah, Maybe it was a little rushed. Maybe. Do you feel like it's a little rushed? No, no, like, no, 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 no. Okay, lang. Okay, lang. I was like, thank it God. It was okay. You know, like, okay, we're here. Thank God. Okay, maybe we can, uh, before we talk about our final thoughts about the book, maybe we can discuss who we would cast for yes, the movie. I mean, the, since it's I mean, we, coming up already. We already know. We already know that there's a cast. There's already a cast for the movie, but yeah. there's still some people. Maybe it's a fun little exercise. We just wanted to try it out. Like who we would cast for the specific roles. So um, for Kaya, do you want to go first? Yeah. Okay, Anya, Anya Taylor-Joy. <laughs> I had a feeling you were going to say her. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, she looks like a Kaya. She looks like a okay. Kaya. Guess who mine is? Guess who mine is? No idea. Margot Robbie? Saoirse Ronan. Oh. Yeah. I feel like this is the role that Saoirse can pull off so well. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, like, especially after her performance in Little Women. Like, that was... Yeah. That was so good. I mean, Lady Bird was also really good. And I feel like Saoirse is, like, one of those definitive actresses in this generation what? I don't know like, m- maybe it's just because I'm really obsessed with Saoirse Ronan um, maybe to our listeners but FYI, Anya she's like is more ultimate. mysterious looking than Saoirse Saoirse but I don't think she's as strong she, it, I, mean, I, mean, I guess in Queen's Gambit she was very strong uh, she had a very strong personality I, I, maybe, maybe Anya can pull it off I guess she can pull it off also I also wrote Sophie Turner here from Game of Thrones. I also wrote her down ah, as a potential. Potential, ano? Yeah. But I don't know. I'm Team Sersha all the way because I think Sersha can play any role and be good at it. <laughs> okay. Who's your date? Okay. Since I chose Sersha as my Kaya, my date is Timothy Chalamet. Oh my God. You know, I, I was thinking of him, but like, oh my, I thought of him, to be honest. Yeah. And yeah, you know, it's like. Ah, he has that Tate vibe, you know, like very mysterious, quiet, like a yeah. kind face. And Especially you call me by your name. That is so Tate yes. of him. Who did you choose? Who did you pick? You know, I was about to choose Logan Lerman because he looks, oh, you know, Logan Lerman, right? Because he looks so yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, Percy Jackson. But yeah. to make it bagay with Anya Taylor-Joy, I chose <laughs> Freddie Highmore. You I like how Fred- you're considering the chemistry, the chemistry. Of, the, of the actors. Of course, definitely. Freddie Highmore. Bates Motel. Oh, okay. Charlie yeah, 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 yeah. and I the Chocolate Factory. About. That kid. Yes, 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 yes. yes. Okay, I, I, I know who you're talking about. Right, right, he, right. he looks like oh. he's from the Marshalls. I guess he can pass know? as a... Yes, he yeah. looks like he can, pass from, he can pass for that role. Okay, can I start with... Um, Chase? Chase, yes. Uh, Ansel Elgort. <gasps> Why? That's my chase. <laughs> oh my god! Really? <laughs> we have the same guy. <laughs> I'm so shocked. I can't believe. Oh my god! They should cast him. If both of us, yeah. pick, how come you picked him? Oh my god! I don't know. Like, he looks like a chase. Like I was thinking, he, like who's yes. a stereotypical w- good-looking white guy, like who can pass oh, because there's some rich kid. Oh my god! I can't believe yeah. we casted the same guy. <laughs> Okay, so I guess you're in agreement with me there. <laughs> yeah, with Chase. Um, 
No, he has yeah. that. So it, he it, has that face, de ba? Na super annoying. He has that face. The face, the body, like kick. the vibe, yes. everything. Okay, yeah. He can, he can yeah. look like a football player, you know, like like baby driver Ansel yeah. Elgort, like that kind of vibe. I can't believe yeah. you picked Ansel Elgort. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to do jump in? Who's your jump in? Um, I honestly had this actor in mind, but I couldn't uh-huh. find him, so I was like uh-huh. choosing na lang from this list. Um, John Witherspoon. Oh, okay. So you know John That's Witherspoon, right? Uh, I know what he looks like, but I've never seen him work. Um, I've who, never seen who's his your work. Who's your jump in? I chose Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx? Isn't he too thin yeah. to be jumping? I mean, like, he can put on some weight. I uh, really? He did? But Let I me mean, search. I, no, I mean, I mean, he, he always can. No, I was actually, my original choice for, because again, you know, jumping has to be a little fat. I, I chose Forrest Whitaker. Oh, yeah, he could. He could be. Yeah, but he he, he could pass, his, right? Yeah, he is. He is. He, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's yeah, who yeah. I wrote. He's who I wrote down for jump in. Jump in, but yeah. I, and he also has that southern accent nailed down, so yeah. I feel like he would be good for that he, role. I think he would be the best that we that we're like looking into right now. Jump in, he would be the best. Yeah. You know who my Mabel is? Okay, who? I think we we have the same Mabel. I don't know. I don't want to get my hopes up. But who's yours? Octavia Spencer. Minus Octavia Spencer. <laughs> I can't believe it. I also wrote oh Octavia god. Spencer. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Hidden figures, Octavia Spencer. Like, yes. That girl can act. And she was she also makes the girl perfect in. Perfect, Mabel. Yeah. Wait, she was also Mabel. the girl I think it's in. pronounced Mabel. Yeah. Oh, Mabel. <laughs> Mabel. So it's very Filipino. Filipino. Mabel. 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 She's also my. Ah, uh, she's the girl in Witches also. Witches? Uh-huh. Witches. I haven't seen. And then Ma. So, the new, uh, the new, yeah. yeah, so. She has a very Octavia mother Spencer. vibe, no? Very yeah. motherly vibe. Very Mabel. Who's your Jody? Kaya's dad. Ah, okay. Oh, uh, Jody. Okay. Oh, wait, Kaya's dad or Jody? Let's do Kaya's dad and mom. Okay. Um, I'll, 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 do, I'll go first. Yeah. For, for my dad, I have Bradley Cooper. A star is born Bradley Cooper, like kind of overweight-ish. Of I thought of him because I wanted the mom to be, um, what's her Who? name? Katniss Everdeen. I chose. What's her name? Um, Jennifer Lawrence. Yeah, I actually thought of her as the so mom. So thirty. Oh, but I chose Brie Larson for my mom. Really? You think Brie isn't yeah. she too young? Well, I mean, she left the story when Kaya was really young, really so young? she must have yeah. been like. In her early 30s. So that's why she, I chose Yeah, she's the Larson. mom in Room, right? Yes, exactly. So I, I picked... Uh, oh my God. My... Yeah, who did you choose? Wait, my dad is Jude Law. Oh, that's a good shit. That's a good pick. I don't know if Jude Law... Can Jude Law pull off a Southern American accent? I've never heard of him do a Southern American accent. If he's a good actor, then he can. But I mean, he is a good actor, so I'm sure he can. But okay. Yeah, that's a good choice. Like, right age. He has that very... Uh, rugged vibe so I can yeah. see him pulling that role off Jude uh, who's your mom and then my mom's yeah. Amy Adams she just looks oh. so distraught but she's kind of old now but no no that's right it's, it's fine Amy is one of my favorite actresses also I can't believe I didn't think of her of her I love her so much yeah um, Amy Adams in Arrival is amazing oh yeah, yeah. okay let's go Jodie I had a hard time with Jody. I didn't. This was an easy okay. Jody. Okay, who did you choose? I want to hear you since you're so easy. 
Have you seen American Horror Story? Maybe uh, I, I think I know him by face. Yeah, you will. Oh, um, he's also okay, Mayor okay. of Easttown, that uh, guy. No, Quicksilver in MCU. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. I can yep. see it. I can see it. And then yeah. they kind of, like, they could pass as siblings with Anya Taylor-Joy. Because they both have, yeah. like, big okay. eyes, you know. Uh, I chose Charlie Heaton, Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. 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 Right? Yeah. Jonathan Byers from Stranger Things. Yeah. Like, I feel like he, he looks like a Jody. Yeah. He could have passed yeah, as a yeah. Jody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know that we weren't supposed to cast the the lawyer also, Tom Milton, so I don't expect you to have one, but I yeah, wanted I to cast have. one. He's a guy named Sam Elliott. I wanted to look him up because he's the guy who I envisioned as I was reading. Like, that's who the lawyer looks like. He's the, the brother in A Star is Born? Was he? Yes, he is. He is right, the brother got, in the Star you got is Born. people from A Star is Born, Jun. But I actually know him best from Parks and Rec. He oh. he was in Parks and Rec, so that's where I know him from. Yeah. You okay, know, so I actually, I, I'm surprised we have a lot of similarities on yeah, our list. Yeah, like two specifically. <laughs> like a two, they, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, you know what surprised me? Um, Chase, because there are a lot of candidates for Chase, and yet we both pick Ansel Elgort. Ansel Elgort? I don't know. He, maybe he just has that Chase that vibe. Chase vibe. Maybe we can move on to our final thoughts. Okay. We should. Our podcast so, is kind of so get. Yeah. This episode's getting kind of long. So <laughs> I found it odd how she read so quickly. That's one of my final thoughts. Like she was really a smart person to begin with, but that was kind yeah. of impossible. I feel that she was pretty quick with <laughs> like the reading. Like she got too smart really quickly. Yeah. Like, okay. Isn't yeah. yeah. And there were predictable moments, and I guess it was meant to be predictable, like how she wouldn't go to jail, or how Chase was always going to be the sweet talking douchebag who only wanted to sleep with her. And perhaps the biggest mystery after reading the book, one I wished I knew, was how she killed him. Like she set up a bait. And was it for revenge or was she just scared because he kept coming oh, back? that's interesting. I wish I mm-hmm. knew this yeah. as I found it very out of character, especially since the whole town kept dubbing her as an animal, a freak. And then all the time we see her being a kind, loving, won't ever hurt a frog being who suddenly flipped and decided to take someone's life. So I wish I knew mm-hmm. what went inside her head, but I guess leaving it a mystery would be a better touch to the book. So overall, I I found it enjoyable because of the main character and the setting. I agree with you wholeheartedly, except for the part where I didn't really feel like I needed to know how she killed him, just yeah. because I had already resigned myself to the f- to like I was ready to accept the fact that I would never find out find what out. happened to Chase. So like wh- when that big reveal took place, I was just like, oh, that's interesting. So like yeah. I didn't feel like I was like ready I to accept to that more. fact. Also, like okay, yeah. But I'm just happy um, they had that touch. I mean, like, yeah, like even if it if it just ended like with the two of them being happy forever after, I would have been okay with the story. Like, I would have yeah. been okay with that. This book is amazing. It's a murder mystery. It's a book. It's a commentary on race. It's a commentary on uh, social class. It's a commentary on mental health also and love it's and romance. It's, it's, it touches on so many. Yeah, coming of age. It's like, it touches on so many things. And even though it's so ambitious by trying to be so many things, I feel like it does it so well. It's so simple in its story structure. It's, it's again, you know, it's a story that we've probably heard millions of times before, like the love triangle trope and yeah. all of that. But, but the way that it's written and the way the characters are developed 
makes this book such an such a treat to read. Yes. It's definitely worth your while. Honestly, one of the best books that I've read so far this year. One of the best books that we've reviewed for this podcast. Yeah. I will stand by that. And I, I'm already happy that I got to talk with you about it because it's the kind of yeah. book that you want to talk to other to people, people like, about. Yes. Uh, about. We really like, made sure that, that we wouldn't communicate yeah. while reading because I was like, we wanted no, to no, save no, it no, no, for no. the podcast. Yes. Yeah. And I don't know, like even now, like I still want to talk about about it some more with other people because I want to hear yeah, their interpretations about it and like um like how they feel about the mom leaving or like how they feel about Kaya's character, you know, stuff like that. Because it's it it sparks conversations. This book, yeah. and I feel like that's one of the greatest achievements of any kind of fictional work is if it you're able to spark conversation. conversations. Yes. Yeah. So um, if, if this book is thought provoking, it's invigorating. It's not going to be a waste of your time. Just pick it up, read it, enjoy it. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's it for our podcast episode. And we have two more episodes left for this season. But we are in the process of gathering um, our list for the next season. So if you have any suggestions, please do feel free to message us on our Instagram. It's Fiction Friends PH on Instagram. Again, that's Fiction Friends PH. Message us there. Tell us what you think about the podcast. If you want to talk about any particular book or if you have suggestions for any books that we want to uh, that you want us to review for next for the next season. Do you want us to focus more on classics? Do you want us to talk more about contemporary fiction? Yes. Just let us know. We already have a lot of requests and we're trying to get to them as many as we can. Mariana and I are in the process of finalizing oh, yes. that list. Yeah, so thank you for continuing to support yes, Fiction thank Friends. Thank you for always listening, you guys. Yeah, we charted on Apple Podcasts last week. So thank you guys for that. Yes. Please continue to listen. Hopefully we chart on Spotify too. Wherever you listen to podcasts, thank you for your support. Send this to your friends. And yeah, um, thank you for being our Fiction Friend. Yeah. Uh, this is Jed. And this is Mariana. Thank you for listening to us. We'll talk to you again next time. Bye. Bye.